Father, we thank you for this word. Lord, I ask you to speak your word, Father, which you give me today. In the mighty name of Jesus, Father, we thank you for your blood, your power. We bind every spirit of principality, every high thing that exalts itself above your word. Yes. Father, today, God, I ask for hearing ears. Father, God, I ask for circumcised ears. Father, we ask for circumcised ears in the nations of the world, in this nation, God, in your church, in your bride, God, ears to hear. In Jesus' mighty name. Today's message is called Submission or Control. And I kind of got a word, and then I'm going to preach it that God gave me. So I'm going to try to mix it together without kind of not used to this. <laughs> give my prophetic word, at the same time I'm going to bring scripture and preach as well on it. Submission versus control. Why is the church acting like the world? It's a Jezebel spirit. The church has opened doors to pleasing people. Satan is seducing people with their idols. And I can say our biggest idols become ourselves. And when you do not obey the word of God, you make yourself an open target for deception. Let me show you. God has a divine order. Even the world knows about order. They stole it from God. In other words, they got it from God. Order keeps the peace. Order protects people. Yes, when you have a bad and corrupt leaders, you begin to be cruel, controlled, and dictated. But this still does not make God a liar and a right to dismantle His ways. Satan makes God's word into bad words. The world does the same. It's called Antichrist. It's a spirit of perversion. It perverts the right ways, twisting order, twisting scripture to make it what they want to say and be. That is why you see lesbians, married, married women now in leadership in some so-called churches. They call themselves apostles, but they are not. The women's movement and the equal rights movement were really not good for women. It was a war against God, not women. The women say the war against women. Satan, the war is against God. Satan wants to pervert what he's what God has done so he can come in and take over homes and families and churches. We have the same movement in the church. Jezebel and independent spirit. What happened every year in this what happened every year in this country since this movement started? We have become more perverted and immoral on a drastic scale because it was breaking God's laws and making and making submission a bad word. Well, women carry the same mindset in the church. So do men. They say, I only submit to Jesus. That's good, but do you really but you really don't? Why? Because his word tells us to submit to the gifts in the body and to one another. So the same perversion creeps in the church. And most churches are run by Jezebel spirits. And so many only submit to people that think and talk like them. It's called rebellion. The world saw a false love rebellion movement in the 1960s that caused false peace and false love. It's, this, it's in the church. It's called apostasy now. The only authentic peace comes from submitting to Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior, and His truth. False freedom is you doing whatever you want. You become your own God. God, oh, own God. It's the Antichrist spirit. But real freedom is submitting to God and receiving His true love and peace. Just because there is religious, religious tyrants does not make us have the right to protest against God and His Word. For faulty liars and false leaders, where there is counterfeit, there is real. God is alive. So is His body. Rebell rebellious Jezebels will assert authority. Then they show corrupt reasons why to follow their pernicious ways. We are free, meanwhile, being deceived. Why? While they put fear on you, that a man or a woman want to control you. You get it? You don't have to do that. They just want to control you. You don't have to listen to the Word. But all, all the thing is they're just telling you the Word of God. Why are you going to listen to them? They just want to control you. They want you to do what they want you to do. So ultimately you end up doing what you want to do and getting deceived by the enemy that's speaking through them. I'm going to show you all in the, I have the Word right here. It's easier for me to preach the Word than my own Word that's coming. This is like a letter to the church right now that Paul wrote. 
for today right now. Rebellious, corrupting, and they show corrupted reasons why to follow their pernicious ways. They say, we are free. Meanwhile, being deceived while they put fear on you that, that God and man want to control you. This is what they did to destroy marriages in the world. Males and females are coming under the power of Jezebel to seduce and eat from fornicated teachings and cherry-picking doctrines to allure you to her table, then cutting off the head and protection of God, and submitting to God and His government, taking our trust in God away. What Satan had to do first was to make the word submission a bad word. Remember, we were all in the world before we were in Christ. Nobody was born, born again, right? So we were, in, in, we were endowed and, and, and poisoned even the school system of these things. So when we come in the church, we need to renew our mind to, the, to God's mind. We have the mind of Christ. We have to put on Christ. We have to submit to the Word of God. That is God. Jesus said, I'm, I'm the Word. I become flesh and I dwelt among you. Now the Word is in our hands and in our eyes. And if we submit to the Word, we submit to God. Then we submit to His covering and then we submit to what it says. So we need to submit to everything that's in the Word. The entire book, not just a few scriptures that we take out of context to make our own thing. And the things that are coming out all over this and we've seen the blasphemy of God and His order all over the through, through media and all over the place, and hold churches that are run by man and not by God. What did he do first? Submitting to God and His government, taking our trust in God away. Remember, in the, we were first in the world, and Jezebel's teachings, Jezebel's teaching with no anointing. So if the mind does not get renewed, it will continue to think like the world. That's why God says, meditate on the Word. Circumcise your ears. Circumcise your heart. Let me write a word on your heart so you can what? Be under His protection. But you just know a few scriptures. A few scriptures don't aren't going to hold us in the end. God loves me. He died for me. Yeah, but you you don't even know Him. I met Him 20 years ago, but I haven't seen Him for 19 years. I haven't listened to Him. I haven't heard His word, and I haven't heard His voice. So how how much can you be under protection of God? You're called rebellious. It's all in the book of Jude. But I want you to get this. In that, bringing in rebellious behaviors because of wounds and hurts, and you have been controlled, and then women do it in marriages. Oh, my husband. So all men are like that. Oh, that church is controlling, manipulating. Yeah, there's charismatic witchcraft out there. All that. So why did you stay there so long? You should have known. Find the real. Because God has real people. God has a bride. God has a remnant. It's your fault if you don't find them. You're the one who wants to make an excuse to do whatever you want because of Satan planting false churches and planting false prophets and false apostles to make then you find out that it's false but instead of you clinging to God and that you just become your own God and follow your own ways and that's not part of the Bible because if God is having ordained leadership and you're seeing his power moving and demons are being cast out then God is moving on the earth he's not dead and he's still alive and he's here today and he does have a people and he does have a church and there is a religious system, and there is anarchy, and there is antichrist spirits in the church, and there is leaders that set themselves up that manipulate people. But that doesn't mean that's God doing it. So now everyone that claims to, or doesn't claim, but and then everyone does that, thinks they can do whatever they want. This was Satan's plan to take you out. That's what he took. Take you out. Divorces means he took you out. From your husband's covering into your own thinking. Now, we're going to get into that too, about that, in a minute. Control them and have made vows. I'm never going to listen to a man again. I'm never going to listen to... I'll never go to church again. I'll never uh, um, come under the church. Because you know, that's what all the people come out of cults. And then they think there's if there's a cult, there has to be the real thing. By men and leaders, they've been mistreated. Let's see the difference between control and submission. One is bad and one is good. One, Satan made them both. Okay. But Satan made both of them bad, meaning mean making them both mean the same thing. I ain't submitting to no man. I'm well, I gotta But what? Well, because you think it's control. If you saw it as protection and love and nurturing, you if you see so Satan made things look something else. By everyone focusing always on the bad and not looking at, why don't you look at Jesus? Look at the good things and see what when you see Christ in something. So this is what he did. Satan both 
meaning bad, to pervert, he was a pervert from the beginning. Submission, the action, or the fact of accepting or yielding to a superior force, or to the will or authority of another person. There's no controlling in that. It's not about lording over. It's submitting to them. It means listening, checking in, seeing if it's okay, bringing something forward. Submitting to Christ is what we do. And then we submit to His Word, and His Word gives us order. But if you say that the Bible's controlling, and listen to the world, say God's you know, a tyrant, and He's evil, and He hates it, and He wants to destroy our fun and peace, and He wants to, we can't do nothing, then you think freedom's being able to sin, and Jesus' blood just takes it away. Then we do whatever we want, go whatever we want, be whatever we want, think whatever we want, eat whatever we want, and at the same time we're getting sick and losing the presence of peace of God. Or we eat what's good, we get the real peace, we get protection, we get eyes to see, and we follow the truth, and we make it into heaven. And, and, and in the more you spit in, the more He does, and the more He shows you, the more you're free, because you don't have to, to, be, to, to be covered as much, because you're in Him, and you're learning more. And then eventually you don't have anything till we all come into the knowledge of... It's up to you. You get into the more, God's going to release you to more freedom. It's all about protection and God's order. And that's what Satan comes to destroy. Protection order. Let's read control or, control or controlling. To exercise restraint or direction over dominating command. If anybody's doing that, you need to run because that's not God. Amen. And if a husband does that, that's one thing. But if you, he, I see women come in to get men and they, are, and they end up controlling the man. The thing that they don't come against, they totally come in the opposite. In the grocery store line or whatever, you see them and, it, and the man becomes an Ahab and the woman does the same thing that she says that happened to her. She becomes that because she wants to say that she's equal. So Satan takes over and dom- dominates the man even, and the man becomes an Ahab, and he has no voice. So the woman en- ends up doing the same thing that the man was doing, and, and submission has nothing to do with that. It's, and then when you're in, in, in love, submits to one. Love doesn't, and then Christ loves the ch- So love your wife as Christ loves the church. He nurtures, He gives, He doesn't control. Love doesn't control. Love doesn't manipulate. But you're never going to get love if all you want to do is come out from that. It's, it, it, it wars against one another. And that's what Satan does. Because what the man was created to do, and what we were created to do in Christ, and we don't do it, we war inside ourselves, and the person is not in the right position, so they have no peace, never. So they blame it on person, places, and things all around them, and the problem is you. And if you are submitted to someone that's controlling and all that, then you need to see that, and then you deal with that. But this whole thing is, it's Antichrist. And look what happened all those times. So, we go, a saint can make God's children, make them submissive, look like control. He has you rebelling against, and I don't know how many times I've heard it this way. Never says submit, control is all you heard when people talk about submission. Then that right away they bring the name the, the word control. I heard it so many times this way. Either they want to, people want, I'm not coming under control of, of, of uh, any, anybody. Who said control? Not even God controls us. We have free will. <laughs> not even God has every right to control us, says no. And nobody has the right to control anybody. But if you submit to what you're supposed to do, you're going to be blessed. And you're going to have peace. And, you're gonna, and God's going to bless, bless it. And He's going to protect Torment and unpeace doesn't come from God. It comes from the devil in the world. <laughs> so your problem is not is you. Because you're out of order. So if Satan makes God's children unsubmit, uh, makes the mission look like control and has you rebelling against God and His government and His order and families, this brings anarchy and division. Anarchy. What is that? We, we are our own supreme being. That's, what, that's what's going to happen with that. And then the Antichrist is going to say, No, everybody, I'm your... And he's a dictator, and he'll get everyone to take the mark of the beast and follow him to hell. Or you submit to God, and you resist the devil, and he flees, and you come under his protection. The funny thing is, not, is that this is what he did in marriages, wanting to be equal. And that's that, that thing of Korah. We're all the same. We're all holy. We all have the same God. We hear his voice. Yeah. We're, we're women. We're, we're equal. My husband is going to tell me what to do. 
But the same thing is, you know, if the husband's not under the father, then that's a whole different story. The husband's serving the world. Then it says the unbelieving husband is sanctified by the wife. But that was Paul's opinion in a whole matter. But the same thing is, you don't need to follow somebody that's not really following God. So all of this was really basically down to the thing. So basically, if you don't get Jesus, you really, the whole world's messed up anyway. So the world wants to try. But if the world, there is some grace when you submit to your husband because... And, 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 and in the world, I mean, because you're you're trying to do what God's, but now Satan comes because of men that are the bad way, and then the bad women. And then you have these two things that are out of. If you get that umbrella and you walk around, let's just do this. I have never done this. All right, here's the covering of God. Um, Joe, come up for a minute, because I'm going to be the. Okay. This is God, and He's covering us. And Joe, Joe, hold this. So, and this is, I'm Joe's wife, and I have babies, but I'm not going to submit to Joe. Joe's submitting to God. So now I'm coming over here, and I'm going to do what I want. The protection's over here with Joe, but I'm going to show you later where that can be taken away too. When the wife deceives the man to follow the wife, then they're both messed up. Right? So then, the wife's out here because I'm not submitting to the man, but that's where the order is. And same as the... The fivefold ministry of the church, people come to the church, no matter where they go, God's covering covers them wherever they go because they're submitting to the leadership of the apostolic or the fivefold ministry, and that, so they're covered until they go out on Facebook and want to do that and get under the wrong protections or start following mentors or coaches or people that are, are, are speaking from Jezebel where they want to basically. Um, do their own thing. They're just have some kind of coach or mentor or, or um, someone, you know, um, motivating them, and like we do in sports or anything to get to do that. But they never in life. But it's not it's, life coaches aren't what gets you into the kingdom of God. So now, if here and I'm over here and says, oh, we don't have to go to church. We don't have to do this, this or that, and. And then you go, you're right. And then you go and listen to the woman. Yeah, we're free. We can just read our Bible at home. Yeah, but God has, God's building a kingdom and a church where the gates of hell will not prevail. Even though you might be saved or you might have heard a voice, you're not going to have the peace and joy. You're not going to have the blessing because the blessing's underneath the covering of this. So, what do you have? You need to st- st- stay in order. Same with the church. And who is this? This is Jesus the head, right? So Jesus said. So now you have a woman that's submitting to, to God in the head and the, the man doesn't. Well, you just continue to do what God's telling you to do and follow Him and submit to, to men and leadership in the church and God will work on things. Don't go out and stop not serving God because it's not, you're not going to stand in the judgment throne with your wife or your husband. Mm-hmm. You're going to stand with God. Right. And before God, nobody. I'm not standing with Isabel, my family, nobody. We stand before God. So, there's one thing that you, you get to say, well, if this causes me to sin, then hey, I'll love, but that's one part where there's like a no option. That's when women can say, hey, this, this, and this, I'll do that, I'm here, but I'm not sinning, and I'm going to follow, follow the Lord, and then God will bless it. But if you try to turn scriptures because you don't want to follow God and you start to follow a man, then you're in the same, same thing. So, even if the man is not sinning or rebelling and he doesn't understand things, but he's got a heart. God let, then God will work on the heart when the woman submits to him. But if the man's in rebellion and witchcraft, and that's a whole other story, then then you got a me- you got a mess, and then God's got to fix it. But you can still have peace and joy, and you pray for that. So that's basically that with that. So so we see, and I say that we are equal. We're all the same. We're all believers. We're all saints, right? And then we're men and women saints. We're equal. Well, you are in a way. Equal. We're all made in His image, right? We're all loved by God, right? We're the same and we're His children, right? But we have different roles to play in life. And we have different, in, in the world, we have different parts of the body. And we have different parts of the body in the kingdom of God. And man has different parts. Man does different things. They play different roles. Women have different parts. Man can't have babies. So why would a man be with a man or else perversion? Right. So 
If you're the hand and the foot, you're not the eye. You can't see, so you better stay connected so you can be protected. If you get unconnected, you're not going to be protected. And that's what Satan does with, with people that are rebellious and want to do things their own way. So, this is just it's really simple truth. So, we see that what happens is Satan perverts order. He's, Jezebel makes Ahabs out of men, actually controlling men with seduc- seductions, enticements, and makes herself the head and wants you to submit to false freedom. This is what she wants to do to the head, Jesus, even His leadership in the church, where we are the bride of Christ and make leaders like Ahabs, that's what Satan does, in man-pleasing and to control and pervert the ways of God, saying we are all equal. It's true, but it's not. Just like Satan twisted and perverted Eve in the garden, saying you're missing out. God is keeping you from something. It's not exactly what he said, but that's what he's trying to do. You can be like God, and you will not surely die. Satan was perverting the ways of God from the beginning. We, as a body of Christ, were formed and made to fit into our position. When we want to change ourselves into what we want, what we want, we pervert the right ways of God. And then we come out of his protection. So if the husband gets out of God's order, meaning becoming Jezebel in the church, there is no hope. Then the wife has to make sure that she's submitting to the Holy Spirit. Also, double honor. But if the husband is not in the church, the woman can be under God's protection. At the same, It's the same for the body of Christ. When you misplace yourself or absurd authority, you actually become a pervert in the church and in the world and in marriage. Whether you sleep with a man, being a man, with a man or a woman, with a woman, in action, in mind, you're still fornicating and rebelling because you're sleeping with the enemy. You're sleeping with Jezebel. You're sleeping with Satan. So you're cheating on Jesus because you're not submitting to His Word. Then you start to eat from Jezebel's table, not the table of the Lord, in sincerity and truth. Turning truth into lies and lies into truths. Good word, and we saw that video about that last... And, 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 and good words into bad words, like submission. And God's ways into your ways. The kingdom of God, there is neither male nor female in the spirit. So this spirit, but there are positionings in the spirit. This is the spirit of Jezebel can be also for men and for women in the church. Let's make submission the good word. In order and protection and God's covering instead of what Satan has deceived and made into control and domination, he is a liar from the beginning. Live under an open heaven where truth and revelation and blessings flow. Now let's look at the Word of God. Genesis 3. Now the serpent, more subtle than the beast of the field, Lord God gave and made and had made, and he said unto the woman, You has God not has God said, You shall sure not eat of the of the tree of the gar- in the garden? And the woman said unto the serpent, We may eat of the fruit of the trees of the garden, but the fruit of the tree which is in the midst of the garden, God said, You shall not eat, neither shall you touch it, lest you die. And the serpent said unto the woman, You shall not surely die. So he lied. You don't need to worry about that. You don't need to eat only the Word of God. You can go to other churches. You can eat from that. You can go over there. Satan will tell you everything. Oh yeah, we're all, you're all this. and you're all, It's a twisting, a little bit of beguiling of you doing what you want to do instead of what God wants to do because of your protection. He does not want you to eat that because He's controlling you. He doesn't want you to eat that because it's a false doctrine. He does not want the pastor, the leader, whatever, doesn't want you not to that person to pray for you, but he sees that that person has a demon or that person is a wolf. Don't tell me who I'm going to be around. So it's, it's the submission for protection and love. And if you, don't, if you see it any other way, you got problems. Right. Or you're in the wrong church. Right. Or you're in the wrong total kingdom. And, if you, and basically what happens in the natural is what's happening in your life in the spirit. That's the truth. If you have a problem in your marriage, you got a problem with Jesus. In the spirit and your church, if you're part of the kingdom, because how are you going to submit to your, to, to your, not submit to your husband 
at the same time, or your wife, or love your wife rightly, if you can't submit to God and His order in the church. Amen. It's just truth. Amen. And the woman said, and then, okay, and the serpent said unto the woman, you shall not surely die. For God knows the day that you should eat, there your eyes will be open. Oh, He enticed her. Jesus loves you. His blood covers you. You can do what you want now. False grace. And you shall be like gods. You're, we're all the same. We're all little gods. We're all, yeah. And then, and he said, knowing good and evil. And when the woman saw that the tree was good for food, Jezebel's table, oh, the delicacies laid out. It's so good. Look at it. Sparkling, shining, dainty little treats. And it was pleasant to her eyes. And the tree to be desired to make wise. She took the fruit and there did she eat and gave it also to her husband with her and did he, he did eat. So, instead of her saying, hey, I heard that serpent and he told us to eat this but you know we're not supposed to. Should we eat it? And then, I believe if Adam was to, oh, maybe do it, the woman would have still been okay with God because she went to, the, to her protection and she submitted to Adam because she knew that right from the beginning it said what that was. That he was, she was taken on the man and submitting that the two shall become one. So, whatever it is, look it up, but you get the, the thing. She didn't go ahead, she just did it. And all of a sudden she got a, a spirit to sit, and he, he's like, it's good. He's like, why not? Let's look at Ephesians 5.20 for the, for the church. And giving, guys awake? giving thanks always for all things unto God and the Father in the name of the Lord Jesus submitting yourselves one to another in the fear of God in the fear of God wives submit yourselves unto your husbands as unto the Lord that's what I just said right whatever you're in your marriage same as you're doing with God if you're not submitting to your husband or submitting to church leadership you're not submitting to Jesus (coughs) It's period. For the husband is the head of the wife, even as Christ is the head of the church, and he is the savior of the body. Therefore, as the church is subject unto Christ, and if you keep submitting so much, God will eventually have people submitting to you because he's going to promote you because he can trust you to show you things and do things. It's all That's all it is. Promotion doesn't come from man. You're trying to man please in a, in a system of religion where there's witchcraft manipulation and all you're doing is get promoted by man, and all you become is worse, worse than the guy that's promoting you. Because you ran up the corporate ladder like a job in the world, and it just happens in, 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 in marriage as well. So, it says, Therefore, husbands are the head of the wife, even as Christ is the head of the church, and he and the savior of the body. Therefore, as the church is subject unto Christ... So let the wives be subject unto their own husbands, and everything the husband love your wives as Christ loved the church and gave himself for it. If you love that, how do you control? No, protection. And if they're not following Jesus, then that's a whole different story. But if your husband's following Jesus and you're not, you got problems. And if the wife's following Jesus and you're the husband and you're not, you got worse problems. That's even worse. Because there's more hope for, the, for you to get back in line with the husband than the husband getting way up. I'm just saying because Jezebel can go on a man or a woman. A man or a woman could could get rejection, could get perverted by the devil, could get out of God's order because of heart issues. And that's the one. Oh, he was a mean guy, so I'm not all guys are the same. All churches are the same. Doesn't matter what good ones are bad. Everything's you get this 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 bitter root in your heart because of your past. We have it in our life. And we make these vows. I'm never going to go back to a church. I'm never going to go. I'm not going to even, I'm, you know, and then all of a sudden we fall out and the Satan takes you out. It's a whole process of it. But submission keeps Satan away. You'll see this. That we might sanctify, it says this, and love your wives and Christ. That we might sanctify and cleanse it with the washing of the water of the Word. That's what I was talking about, about changing our mind from the worldly mindsets of this. That we might present Him a glorious church. Now he's talking about the church. He wasn't even really talking concerned about the husband and wife. He was making an example of what we're supposed to be doing in the church for Christ. But people say, oh, I submit only to Jesus. Well, he has a body and he has positions of protection. If you only submit to Jesus, really you only submit to yourself. Because it's impossible not to submit one, one to another if we are the bride of Christ. 
There's, God made it this way that we cannot make it on our own because only in unity will we be able to make it. So he said that I might present him a glorious church without not having spot or wrinkle. And we found out what the spots were. They're the ones, people with all the problems in the church. He's going to put bleach on that soon and vanish it all away. The bleach of the truth. Any such thing, but that it should be holy and without blemish. So ought men love their wives as their own bodies. He that loveth his wife loveth himself. So, Jesus loves the body of Christ just as he loves, just as much as he loves the Father. And how much more do you feel when you love your love your wife and she's out there fornicating? Eventually, you you let things go. God did it many times with Israel. For no man yet hate his own flesh, but nourishes nourishes in the Lord as the Lord does the church. For we are members of His body, of His flesh, of His bones. (laughs) For this cause a man shall leave father and mother, leave them, and is joined unto his wife. Doesn't mean you don't love your father and mother. Doesn't mean you don't honor your father and mother. Doesn't mean you don't send them cards and talk on the phone. It means you leave them. You leave they any kind of... um, they, they don't have a right to speak into your life anymore, whether that's not a, a, a way anymore. Wisdom, yeah, but if they're following Christ. But if they're not following Christ, you have no reason to listen to them because they don't understand. So you live a double life and you become double-minded. They have no business giving counsel anymore because you're in Christ and you're under your husband's mission. doesn't mean you don't love them and hear from them and listen to them. And if they are in Christ and they're elders in the church, well, then you can go get wisdom from them because you're going to get godly wisdom. You're not going to get wisdom that's going to... Because what does it say in the Bible even this says about the, your family members will turn you over to the authorities because they think you're crazy. They're going to think you're a lunatic. You don't want to go to the store and buy food. You and you, are you in a cult? Why are you following those people? All they do is want to control you. That's what they'll say too. At the same time, they're heading to hell. For that cause, what? The body of Christ coming together. We leave our earthly fa- families and be joined to the wife, and the two shall become one. This is the great mystery, but I speak about Jesus Christ in the church. That's where that's one of the passages, but there's a lot more where we get that we are the bride of Christ. It means we become one. But that's not we don't really get to say I do until we stand in the judgment seat and we and we can say we did. <laughs> we get to say I do after we say I did. Amen. We're engaged really. I mean nothing's sanctified till we walk and become one in, in the kingdom. Right now we're engaged. She's, we're getting ready. We're getting our picking out the. Well, I don't want to. In a sense, the Holy Spirit is preparing us for that day, just like He prepared Esther for that one night with the King. It's going to be our one night when we die, because we all meet together at the same time, because there's no time out of the Spirit. And this is the great mystery that we need to get. So there's no way to be out from under the body. And that's what they do, just because they know some scriptures. Everyone's building their own fame and drawing people to themselves. Nevertheless, let every one of you in particular so love his wife even as himself, and his wife see that she reverence her husband as we reverence the Word of God. Jesus said, I am the Word, the Word became flesh and dwelt among us, and the light came into the world that the world would know, and that we'd all be able to see in light. And says God, God says that the word is a lamp into our feet. Amen. So we need to be right close to Him under His protection. Amen. But you say, oh, I don't need that. We have Jesus. Well, that's the whole thing about the mad, the whole thing about the, that they want to do, that Jezebel gets you to do. And you get teachers because you, but you eat from the wrong table. Revelations 2, 19-21. I know that works in your service, in your faith, in your patience, but you have left your first love. Notwithstanding, I have a few things again. Why? Because you fell in love with Jezebel. You fell in love with yourself. You fell in love with your old life again. You fell in love with what? It says you left your first love, so you had to leave your husband Jesus to do this. But no, what are you talking about? I hear God. Yeah, you think so. Notwithstanding, I have a few things against you because you suffered the woman Jezebel who calls herself a woman of God, who calls herself a prophet male or female, who calls herself a prophet, a teacher, pastor, but teach to seduce my servants to commit fornication, to leave 
the covering and go fornicate with other things and teachings. To eat things sacrificed to idols. And the biggest idol, what, is you. To do what you want to do. Oh, I, I went to that church that... I read that. I went to that conference. The Debras of today. Or whatever. And I'm not saying there is, isn't that, that them. But I'm saying it gets you... To come, it, it comes out of order. And then you go to the far extreme where they become religious and women can't do nothing. We're not talking about that. We're talking about submission and protection. So a woman can speak and preach and be protected and not end up being taken out by the devil. Amen. <coughs> Fornicate, eat things, sacrifice to idols. Idols. Football. Yourself. Your job. Mammon. Marketplace ministry. The God of Mammon. Oh, but Jezebel said, well, you're going to do it for missions. Do it for the... To, well, you haven't been doing it before. You don't even give anything. Now you're going to be this big entrepreneur that's going to going to sow all your money to the kingdom. Be faithful in a little and faithful. You never were faithful. You just want... You have a lust in your heart. It's called greed and you want to... And you have a poverty spirit anyway and you need to be delivered. First Peter 5, 1-8. The elders which are among you exhort... Who are, I am also an elder and a witness of the sufferings of Christ and partakers of the glory that shall be revealed. Feed the flock of God. He's not telling everybody to feed everybody. He's telling the elders to feed the flock of God, which are among you, taking the oversight thereof, not in constraint, but willingly. See, the problem with religion, they said, if you don't do anything, or you don't prophesy, or you don't tell anybody enough, you are nothing, which that's a lie. It's a... I wish I could go back and sit and do nothing and get fed all the time. That was the easy day. I didn't, everybody, I want, everybody has this ministry lust. They then realize God wants you to be set apart to do that and it costs a lot. Or you can get under Jezebel's teaching and it costs you nothing and you fornicate and you end up in hell one day. God, which is among you, taking the oversight, oversight, therefore, not in constraint, but willingly. Not for filthy lucre, but for ready... The ready in mind. That's for the pe- people. That's what it says in another scripture in Timothy that they, the, the ones that were called got away because of filthy lucre. So Satan will work on them to get them to be like the others. But there is the real. Not everybody's wrong and evil. But all of them think that they're right. <laughs> Neither being lords over God's heritage, that's what we're talking, control, controlling God's heritage, but being examples to the flock. What, does that make a difference right there? They didn't pull none of those scriptures out last week. And when the chief shepherd shall appear, what does that mean, the chief shepherd? That means there must be other shepherds that he's put, right? Jezebel don't want you to know that. Because you only have one shepherd. And she, yeah, of course. But he has shepherds submitting to him to feed you right now. Because not everyone can hear God clearly. And Satan's out there like a roaring lion. So he puts the five-fold ministers, pastors, prophets, apostles, and teachers... Not in that order, but those and for what? The edifying means building up of the body of Christ, the saints, till we all come in the measure. So it doesn't mean just because you know more, you'll even be one of those. Just means you won't have to need one of those as much. It's a big difference. Everyone thinks I'm going to go to Bible school and need it so I can be something. When God's already set and you're already that when you're born again, He'll tell you. You're a prophet, whether and you'll speak what he says, just like he said to Jeremiah. Don't let them tell you. Don't let the religious people tell you that or ask you how long you've been in the ministry. Ask them how long you've been religious. Because God isn't He'll give you enough to give if it's five words and He'll train you and you'll be more and do more. And that's the problem with religion. Okay. Likewise, the younger, submit yourselves unto the elder. It's a big deal. All of you be subject one to another. Submit, and but then be subject. I mean, listen to everybody. Nobody rules over anybody. It says submit. It didn't say, didn't say likewise, be dominated by the elder. You twist it the other way too. It says submit yourselves into the elder. Likewise, the younger submit yourselves and you that are subject one to another and be, and be clothed with humility. I mean, if this doesn't open your eyes, I don't know what will. Unless you've been so shut, so shut, and then we, and then, and when I was saying this all week, they, uh, some people must have went to James, but this is a whole different one now, because God said that submission is humility. For God resists the proud and gives grace to the humble. Well, we talk about that about resisting the devil. Right here is about gives grace to the humble. The submissive are the humble. Leaders 
need to be submissive to God and they're humble. To the end one another. That means subject one to another. It means don't just lord over. You be subject one to another. Does that go off? Humble yourselves, therefore, under the mighty hand of God, and He will exalt you in due time. Exalt you where you, you don't might not need more teachers, but don't make yourself one because you know something. Then that's what they do. They go up and they, let's tell you all about the feast. Let's get you confused now because I know a lot, but real teachers are just going to keep teaching you and revealing Christ to you constantly. <coughs> let's go to the, to the courtrooms of heaven now because I've, I've been in the body of Christ long enough and I just need to do something. And I got this thing, this new thing from God and I thought I had full access to God Himself. And once I repent, there's no devil I have to wrestle with if I've been born again and He's under my feet. If I've already went to the blood, who am I going to, when Jesus said it's finished, who am I going to sit there in the courtroom and, and haggle my defense with when Jesus said, <laughs> not guilty. But they'll do everything. Religion wants to pull everything out of the hat because nobody wants to submit. They want to do it on their own. So I'll go. I don't need a pastor to help me get free. I'll go to the courtrooms of heaven. This guy, and I'll pay 25 bucks and sit in a session and go up there and get, get more confused. Oh, they'll allure you. There'll be smoke. I, it's called divination. Oh, the Lord, show me this and take Scripture here. And but why, why isn't everyone getting it? Why does everyone have to church, three-quarters church said, what's that? Because it's not God. Humble yourselves, therefore, in the mighty hand of God, and He will exalt you to casting all your cares upon Him, for He cares for you. Be sober, vigilant, because your adversary, the devil, is a roaring lion seeking who He may devour. So what are you doing? He said that after. So God, so God resists the proud. Those that don't submit to elders, the devil's going to get you. <laughs> Basically what it says right there. And... God resists the proud because you're proud. You don't need anybody. You got Jesus. That's what you say in your heart. Oh, no one's going to tell me to do. I got the Bible, and I got the Holy Spirit, and that's true. The Holy Spirit will guide you into all truth. And, he'll, and but you'll have a problem getting guided in all truth when you're basically taking out the Holy Spirit, which is the head speaking, because it's not only Him. He'll guide you in all truth, but He'll also do it through each other. Hebrews thirteen. It says, "Let no man teach you." What he's saying, that no man out from the covering of the Holy Spirit. Because the Bible also said in Corinthians and in Ephesians about God has teachers and that. So that would be an oxymoron. That's why you have to know the whole Bible and the whole counsel of God. But you cherry pick what you want in the time that you want it to defend yourself. But you're just a rebellious son or daughter and becoming a bastard daily. Hebrews 13. Let brotherly love continue. This is the last chapter in the wolf. Just giving you the truth. Let brotherly love continue. Be not forgetful to entertain strangers. For therefore some have entertained angels unaware. Remember them that are in bonds and them that are, which suffer adversity as being yourselves in the body. Marriage is honorable in all. The bed is undefiled, but whoremongers and adulterers. And our love affair with Jesus is undefiled unless we go out from His covering. But whoremongers and adulterers and those sleeping with Jezebel, God will judge. Let your conversation be without covetousness and be content with such things as you have. For He has said, I will never leave you or forsake you. But He didn't say you wouldn't leave Him or could not forsake Him. You sleep with Jezebel, you're leaving Him. He says, right now, I just read it. You left your first love. People say, oh, they left the first love, but they keep promising. God will never leave your sake. And he's over there, and he's like, he did, he's right there. He didn't leave you, he's standing right where you left him. And you're, you're ten years down the road, and God's ten years, you left him ten years ago. God will never leave me or forsake me. <laughs> and I hear, God so loved the world, he gave his only pronounced son, who should believe in him, shall not perish, and have everlasting life. But there's so much more in the whole chapter. Amen. <clears throat> God will never leave you or forsake me. Well, you repent, and you go back to him. No. You stay in His covering? No. He's not going to leave you, but you can leave Him. And many have. And be content with all things which you have, so that you may, and it says, and never forsake thee, so that we may boldly say, The Lord is my helper, and I will not fear what man shall do unto me. Remember them that have rule over you. There's another thing where people are saying there's no 
Only someone even said, try to say, well, if a policeman this or that, or and then it says, well, and it says, well, yeah, if I'm if the Holy Spirit's moving on me now, then I submit to that person. No, even if the Holy Spirit's not, you still know who is who, and it doesn't have to be just because they got a microphone at that time or they're praying for somebody. It's <laughs> it's because you can't handle it that, that you're not what you want to be. Right. Find out what God wants you to be and submit. Remember, then I have rule over you who have spoken to you the word of God. Whose faith? Praying that we go on to a new thing after this tonight. <laughs> Whose faith follow considering the end of their conversation. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Same. Yesterday, today, and forever. Be not carried about by diverse and strange doctrines. Or Jezebel's doctrines. Or Korah's doctrines. Or Korah's chick- cherry picking. I can cherry pick ten things... And make, a do- make you think that God will never even judge you. I can do it in 10 minutes. It's easy. Take all those popular scriptures, leave all the ones out, and leave the counsel of God out, and leave, leave uh, the context of what He said out, and just take the scriptures and make my own context. Right. Make my own context, and there you go. It's called Doctrines of Devils. It's all in the church today. It's all on TV today. It's all on Facebook today. That's why people say, what do you... Well, because you're not there yet, and I can listen to ten things out of someone's mouth and say it's not God. That's where God wants to get everybody to. And the more I, I know that, the more I can say that because I know it's true and I speak with boldness. Ten, five or ten years ago, I wouldn't say that. I was still in process of knowing, but I said what I did I know, and I said it boldly like I know it, and God moved with what I know because I knew what I knew, and that's what I knew, and what I knew, I said it because it was the truth. I didn't know everything, I never will know everything. But when I know something, I'm going to speak it like I know it because I know it because it's true and God will back it. Yeah. And that's the truth. Then it says, then they'll say because you're bold and you know more. You, they'll say he thinks he knows everything. No, they said that to Jesus, and he knew everything, but he didn't know everything. Jesus didn't know everything, but they said he, he spoke as one with authority. You're like, what do you mean, Jesus was God? Why? Well, one thing he said. He says, I don't know the day nor the hour, but the Father knows it. So if he would have known everything, he knows everything God wanted him to know at that time. Now he knows everything. Because now he's sitting together with him on, on the right hand. You guys got to get the full counsel and learn Jesus. Oh, so religion, because you speak with authority, because you believe and you know and God showed you, and you see it in the Word, and you know it's true, they'll say, that's just full of pride. Mm-hmm. God says, oh, I love the boldness. And then other people say, oh, he doesn't speak like the religious people. He must be prideful. But they say, he speaks as one with authority. Why? Because he has authority because what he says is from God and it's true. And God backs it. And you can't find in the Word what he says, but you just don't like the way it's presented. Would you rather me sit here and say, well, I think that the Lord is saying here that we should submit to one another according to the Gospel. We have protection. And if we have protection, then Satan won't hurt us. And then if he don't hurt us, we'll have peace. Don't you agree? Everybody agrees, right? It says right here, but I don't know. I think what it means is we suffered the blood and we're sanctified by it. You know, I don't know. I'm just learning myself and I'm trying to, you know, get this thing right. But I love you guys so much. And and we're all, all of us are going to the same place. So as we're all going to the same place... As long as we learn a little bit, and God will never leave us or forsake us, so we have this together. Let's walk it out. Or preach like you know what you're talking about because He's speaking through you. Jesus don't speak like that. That's what they think He speaks like because they've had a Hollywood Jesus and eyes made in their own mind and their own thinking what He is, actually is and says and but when you know His Word and you know the context of everything, then you know the heart of everything. Because context comes out of heart. And heart comes out. And the righteous are bold as a lion. So, and say, oh, He's probably, no, He's righteous. And then watch God move and do more things. Because God confirms His Word, not through people that read Scripture and try to explain it, but people that speak it and know it and what the Word says. And then they'll say, he doesn't, I never said anything but what I just preached, I know because he told me. And if I don't believe that he told me, then I shouldn't be up here at all. Right. People are telling their own thing, and then what they're doing is 
It's not. It's not authority or boldness. It's. 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 Um. What do you call that? Hype. Like. Hey, and it's like. It's. It's acting. We have a lot of actors, but not authority people. There's a difference between being an actor and being someone that's bold. They like actors though, because they get entertained. They think, oh wow, that's really amazing. And then he says this that he might sanctify. He says, and be not their care. Okay, diverse strange doctrines, for it's good thing that the heart be established in grace, not with meats which have not profited them or have been occupied therein. For we have an altar. So it's not about the feast because what you do, you eat, we eat Jesus. We have an altar wherefore they have no right to eat, which serve the tabernacle. For the bodies of the beast, whose blood was brought and sanctified the high priest for sin, he burned without the camp. Therefore Jesus, also that he might sanctify the people with his own blood, suffered Without the gate, let us go for unto without the camp bearing reproach. For here having no continuing city, but we seek one to come. By therefore, let us offer sacrifice of praise to God continually that the fruit of our lips giving thanks in His name. But do good and communicate and forget not. For which such sacrifice God is well pleased. Living sacrifices. Submitting is being a living sacrifice. <coughs> submitting to God and submitting to one another is part of the of working out our salvation. Obey them that are, have the rule over you. Right there makes a distinction. But we just heard last week, they want to say they can't bear that. And submit yourselves, not, not, not let yourself be controlled. <laughs> submit yourselves, for they watch over your souls. They miss this one too. As... That they must give account, that they may do it with joy and not with grief. For that is unprofitable, not for them, but for you. Pray for us, for we trust we have a good conscience in the things willing to live honestly. But beseech you rather to do this, that I may be restored to the sooner. Now the God of peace that brought again from the dead of our Lord Jesus Christ, the great shepherd of the sheep. Now it's the great shepherd. No one's claiming to be the great shepherd. No one's claiming to be... And I, you know, I saw this woman, the chief apostle. And you got guys claiming chief. It's like, aren't you good enough just calling yourself apostle? And you got to be chief apostle? And this one lady had five titles today. But then she said, they don't matter to me. Then why do you keep bringing them up? I mean, my God. They, they bring them up every time, but they don't matter. They don't mean nothing. Well, why, that's all you talk about is your titles. And how, who said you had more than one? And it, it, you probably had one. One wasn't good enough. You had to get five more. And then you went to get you. Then you went to the world and got a doctor just so you can add that on the end because that made you feel better. <laughs> wasn't good enough being a prophet. You had to go in the world and get a doctor so you're doctor prophet. <laughs> doctor for prophet is what you are. <laughs> Being the great shepherd of the sheep through the blood of the everlasting covenant, make you perfect in every work to do His will, working in you that is well-pleasing in His sight through Jesus Christ. What do you think you have all these problems with finances and jobs and relationships? Because they have everyone has this chorus spirit on and following these people on Facebook and they, you know, following people that they think they heard God. Hey, come on. Somebody gets on Facebook makes a poster, hit like, and you're going to get your... And, and, and uh, well, how do they go? And they think they heard from God, and they actually do it. Hit this thing or share it, and you're going to get blessed today and get some money. Oh, that hurt. That was God spoke to that person. And you did it, and you actually believed it. You think, well, I need to have faith. Yeah. Come on. It's in the Word, yeah. That's called cherry picking, and you want to build your uh, Facebook page. Make you perfect in every work, and well pleasing in the sight of the Lord Jesus Christ for the glory forever and amen. And I beseech you, brethren, to suffer the word of exhortation. For I have written a letter unto you a few words. Know ye that the brother Timothy set at liberty, which whom you come shortly will send to you and salute them that have rule over you. 
And salute them that have rule over you. Is God bringing back the end times of the church is what He's doing. He changed this rule that, that over, uh, look after your soul. And all the saints, and all the saints, He just made a separation. You see it? They don't see that though. That, that's part of the problem. Some people, when they get to heaven, they're going to have like five verses. They've been ripping stuff out of the Bible since they got born again. They've been ripping it out, ripping it out. When they got saved, they got the book given to them. And after 15 years, they got the book of John left because everybody loves the book of John. And now all they got, when they get there, they're like, they got, they don't even have any. They just got a shirt, John 3.16. They go to heaven and they wear their t-shirt, covered themselves in that t-shirt, that one word, and believe that that's it. I'm not, we need to cry for that, but that's what's happening. And it isn't funny to God. It isn't funny, but that's, you know, it's sometimes making it. That's what they do. Who does he think he is? Nothing. He's just preaching the word. God knows who he is, and he's going to speak to his people. And we need to submit to his order and his things. Or you will become a maverick, a reprobate, and you will end up believing, and it's called deception, because God wants you to submit to him. And He wants to love you, protect you, bless you, that you can walk in the light as He is in the light. Father, we thank You for Your Word tonight, God. We thank You that Your Word will not return void. It will accomplish everything that it's sent to do. And, and, and many people are going to hear this Word and they're going to get so mad. Because if you got mad or you didn't even finish it, if you were able to finish this Word and listen to it, then that's a good thing. It's time to repent if you're, if you got, if you're getting mad at it. Because all you're doing is getting mad at God because He is the Word. And Father, we speak the clean word, precept upon precept, line upon line. And our heart breaks, God. We don't want to be cocky, arrogant, but we don't want to speak the word in any kind of way except the way that it comes. And Father, we sometimes we have to open people's eyes to see things in, in a way that they see it. How, how just because I have a bumper sticker on, but I, I'm a chameleon and I can't, and, and, and basically. I can't get the bumper sticker off now because we are, I was so radically saved. And Jesus said, if you deny me, I'll deny you in front of the Father. We got to stop denying God on, our, on our, everything that we do, where we go, what we see. We have this double life. And you can't have a double life. You need to be all in or all out. A double-minded man is unstable in all his ways. An unsubmitted man or woman is unstable in all their ways, receiving nothing from God because you're... You're proud and, and, and you're arrogant and you've made yourself your own God. And I'm telling you, good people, nice people, sweet people are going to be turned over to Satan because they don't want to submit to the ways of the, of the Father. And what your heart runs after, He will give you. If you want greed, He'll give you a preacher that will preach all about greed. If you want lust, you'll find a preacher that will preach all about lust and He'll cuss why He does it too. If you want to do whatever... Why even do you find a church? Just just stay home. I mean, they're making churches for every need, every fleshly need, but not the remnant, not the bride without spot or wrinkle, not the church of Jesus Christ, the real church, not made with the hands of man, but made from God, part of His body, moving as He fit, with every joint supplying to what is needed. A body coming together. Not forsaking the assembling, as Paul said. Coming together for the edifying, the building of the body, that we all come into the same major and stature of believing, even to the end. And as it gets to the end more and more, God is going to come more harder with the Word, because you, we're at a crucial time. So we thank you, Father God, that we're one body, one accord, one spirit, one doctrine, one Father of us all, and one head, Jesus Christ, being the chief cornerstone, and... Founded on, uh, built upon the foundation of the apostles and the prophets, so the whole body comes to, to the full measure of the statue of Christ, and we all meet Him in the air in that time. We thank You, Father God, for Your Word, and we seal it with the blood of Jesus. We bind every spirit of, of the maverick spirit, the Jezebel spirit, the independent spirit. We break it. We break in the Judas spirit, in the spirit of Korah, in the spirit of religion, and we come against it. Everybody wants to have a ministry because they want to be seen. And the spirit of pride, and we, we we exalt the spirit of the living God, the fruits of the spirit, not false fruits. False fruits. False fruits are cannot and unless you're in Christ, you can't have real fruits. 
It's called false humility. False humility. I got a revelation today. I just can't bring it to my mind. I think I typed it on my phone. I don't have it. I'll get it out later. It was so deep. False fruits. How can you say you're submitted, uh, not submitted to God and the Word and His church and say you have the fruits of the Spirit? No, you have counterfeit fruits that you are, you're an actor. You act nice. You act sweet. You act humble. Anyone can do that. It's a work of the flesh. So it's actually sin. Because it's not sincere. Real fruit just happens automatically because your Christ is moving out of you. It's His fruit. You don't try to... You, you become fruitful. You become more anointed because He comes more. Acting means you're doing it, but it's not really coming. It's coming from your attributes and your religious mindsets. But real fruits come from Jesus. And nothing can come from them if you have left your first love. Father, we seal it by the blood of Jesus. In Jesus' name, amen.